Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Time once again, it's time for that moment that everyone anticipates week after week. It's a paradigm shift. Two guys. One fat guy. One comic. One comic, two. Infinite possibilities. Paradigm shift. Welcome to Dueling Reviews. I'm Stephen. <laughs> that is Matthew. Why are you talking like Batman? Because I can talk like Batman. My parents are dead. Blah, 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 blah. I'm a, I'm a Actually... Matter eater lad. Um, I am matter. Actually, we go like this. I'm matter eater lad. It's really great <laughs> drywall, by the way. <laughs> the screws are a little crunchier than I like, though. This week, again, uh, people are wondering when does this episode release? It kind of releases when we get around to it, kind of thing. <laughs> But Here's on days when it on days when it releases, uh, ideally this show is supposed to go out on Wednesday, right. uh, New Comic Book Day, so that we can review a comic that's brand new uh, that week. But occasionally, and for the last couple of weeks, we have been recording um, uh, Critical Hit on Wednesday evenings. Avengers and, spoilers, Dungeons and Dragons podcast, and that has eaten into our time to sit down even for thirty minutes. And record a review about a comic that comes out this week. So when it comes out on Thursday, like it does today, uh, right. August eighth, two thousand thirteen, blame it's it on because Rodrigo. it's uh, well, we're trying to make sure that because school's getting ready to start and fall production is getting ready to start, so we know that our time is going to be problematic over the next couple of months. And we blame it on Rodrigo. Well, and also me too. But you know, people can help ensure that these shows don't go into weird cycles and schedules by becoming a member. A VIP member, a very important person. There you go. Uh, that supports our podcast, supports our site, and uh, supports every endeavor that we do to create content for you. You can find more over at Majorspoilers.com. But you are not here to listen to a sales pitch. No, 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 no. No, no, no. You're here to... What are we doing here? We're talking about Satellite Sam. This is a Satellite Howard Chaykin, uh, Matt Fraction uh, tale. 
I think it's a Matt Fraction Howard Chicken tale. Well, I I can't remember. I think it was um, plotted by Chicken and Fraction expanded upon it, and then Chicken is doing the art on it. I I, it? I heard an interview just recently with uh, Fraction, so I don't remember how ev- how everything goes um, right. on this. But mm. in the last issue, we uh, got to meet yes. Satellite Sam. It's uh, 1950s. It's yes. a live television show uh, done uh, in New York. They're not the, the Dumont Network. No, they are the Le Monde Le Network. Le Monde. <laughs> uh, the problem Which is, is Dumont spelled backwards. The problem is uh, their hero, the space yes. adventurer, is a drunkard and is always late, and everyone's always trying to cover for him, including his son, who's an engineer. Right, Michael. Michael kind of looks yes. a little bit like his father. And one day his, like father his father doesn't show up, and so they force the son in front of the big screen and and make some uh, last minute plot change to say that uh, the son satellite, uh, the satellite Sam, Sam has been found rejuvenated. The fountain of youth. Yes, yes. that's a pretty clever plot twist. I mean, for the it day is. and time, and that's what I liked about the first issue is kind of giving you this look and feel of what the nineteen fifties live Those TV live and, and really television yeah. network was before it really went coast to coast before days of videotape, even though yeah. they. They do mention videotape in uh, in this uh, in, in this of, issue in the second issue, which makes me right. wonder exactly what year we're dealing with. Doesn't but, it say fifty five? Well, that would be man. I'm going to have to double check my history, but fifty five seems a little bit maybe a little bit too early for videotape, but maybe not. Whatever. I could um, have sworn that they actually give us a date of 1955, but okay. Either way. Um, so anyway, this week. Or this issue, in this installment. In uh, this issue. We deal with repercussions at the end of the last issue, which was that uh, Satellite Sam has been murdered. Right. In Carlisle, his, Carlisle has been shot. Yes. Which is why he didn't show up for the taping. And his son, going through his room, finds all of these uh, scantily clad women, yes, well, photographs okay. of scantily clad I want clad you to women. look at the inside front cover. Mm-hmm. The primary photograph in the upper left. Tell me that's not June Cleaver. Um, well, so here's the interesting thing. Um, <laughs> it's June Cleaver. Yes, it might. It might very well be. Okay. Uh, although she doesn't have a pearl necklace in in that shot oh, like she normally well, does. Uh, that's a danger. <laughs> sort of innuendo implied. <laughs> in your endo. So uh, here's the thing: the son is not dealing with this very well. Can't believe that his dad is just this lech. Uh, but he's somewhat drawn to the uh, to the, the appeal the fo- of it. The photographs. This oh. issue kind of uh, uh, yeah, scantily clad women in their in their stockings and oh. their undergarbs. And here's the thing: Howard Chaikin drawn. Oh yeah, scantily yeah. Scantily clad women in their underthings. So there is black lace on parade, and oh my word, is their imagination put into the lingerie. Uh, in the various pages of this particular book. Okay, so by 1955, yes, there was half-inch tape yes. uh, that was being used. CBS, RCA were starting to use that stuff, but it really wasn't until um, 56 when they were able to get stuff uh, to go coast-to-coast. So this is kind of the time period that we're looking at. And that's kind of important because, and of course, that's just recording. The quad... Uh, didn't come out, yeah, like I said, until 56 and 57 when NBC started using it. Um, This is really important because as we start to learn through flashbacks, Mm -hmm. uh, Carlisle 
was trying to convince his son that they didn't need the television network. Right. That they could that go they out needed, to California and they could they shoot on film. They could beef up the production quality of the uh, of the television show and put it onto videotape and sell it back to the networks and broadcast it coast to coast that way. And so their idea was to become a creator-owned project as opposed to a company-owned project. Hmm. Mm. Image Comics is I wonder what if there's a metatextual is. statement in that. <laughs> and obviously as, as the story progresses and we're looking at current time, Mike is meeting with the head of Le Mans, yep. and uh, we find out that the contract for Satellite Sam comes up at the end of the year, and he yep. would really like for them to renew. And as we go through the issue, he's stopping by every single person and just and checking with them and trying to convince to them, them. <laughs> and convince them that the show will be renewed and that uh, he needs them to keep the show going, to keep the network going, and that he's going to pay them big bucks and all these great things. So That's this kind of part. Yeah, a lot of backstabbing, a lot of creepiness yes. going on. Playing one side against the other, just, you know, oh, it's beautiful. Um, and then, of course, there's the Polly Purebred girl who later turns out to be one of uh, Carlisle's conquests, which is yeah, interesting. And I think that that that's the big reveal. So, you know, that's kind of the, the shocker at the end that Kara, the uh, the evangelical kind of what was her name? Amy? Um. Uh, that's from like the 30s. Kara, yeah. Yeah. But uh, do you remember the, what was her name? Amy, what's her face? The uh, evangelical woman oh, who I had her remember. own radio program and then disappeared into the night. Oh, I don't know. You don't remember this from mm -hmm. our basic broadcasting No, class? I don't remember. I'd have to go back. Oh. But she's a naughty, naughty girl herself. Oh, she's a saucy, a saucy lass. And her, uh, her uh, pious platitudes are merely that. Because she's apparently a little tattooed trollop, and yeah. her tattoo is itself somewhat scandalous. Uh, either not, not merely is that, location an, is that an iron cross or just an upside down cross? It looks like an upside down cross, which to me would imply what's the word that I'm looking for? Satanic, possibly anti-Christian, possibly. Yeah, it would it would definitely be something that she you know doesn't want people to see. Oh yeah yeah yeah. So, here's the thing. Mm -hmm. Carlisle has pictures of all of these people, one of them possibly June Cleaver. Yes. Uh, the head of the network doesn't want Carlisle to take the, uh, the show uh, to the West Coast and, and ruin his network. Yes. The head writer is rather upset because he thinks he's just writing trash and yep. doesn't want this show to continue. Uh, yes, one of the cheesy actors thinks that he should be more in the spotlight and not yep. in the back. So when and it comes to who murdered Satellite Sam, there are mystery. many, many mysteries. Pretty yes. much the only person that we can be sure did not shoot Carlisle is Michael. Are and we? Even that, are I'm we? not 100%. Because certain. Mike is a drunk. I mean, he is, he is. He is a big time boozer. Maybe yeah. he blacked out. Could be. I mean, we don't see any blackout effects uh, going on in this issue of him blacking well, out he, from over excess. He doesn't have the traditional boozles floating around his head either, the little dots that indicate. Mm -hmm. um, speaking of indications and secondary, the sound effects in the sequence in Michael's uh Oh, where apartment. he is, uh, well, let's he just is, say he's trying to get off to the pictures of the scantily clad women and well, the fap, yes, fap, fap, and the fap, fap, fapping yeah. is... Uh, the sound effects are simply beautiful and... 
I mean, just it, it is a scene that is horrible to look at and difficult to look at. Well, but the sound effects because somehow, it's just like it's just like yeah, it makes the sound effects make it human and humorous all at once. Fap, fap. And then if there's and he's not able to get to release, so he's uh he's upset about that too. So he's he's. You know, and, and this is pretty much, I mean, some people are going, oh my goodness, that's kind of raunchy, don't you think, to be in a yeah. book? That's kind of what Chaikin does, though. He pushes boundaries, and even um, um, Matt Fraction, I don't think, is afraid of pushing these yeah. kind of boundaries. And I don't think that they should be. I mean, this is a story that is being told with that, you know, with the material that is specifically for not just adults, but adults of a particular mindset. Mm-hmm. To whom that would not necessarily be offensive. I mean, let he who has, you know, he is without fap throw the first uh, fip, if you will. But more importantly, it's, that's the sequence that becomes key. That's where he discovers that one of the pictures is Kara. Right. And that leads us into the reveal at the end of the issue. So that scene, however, un, you know uncomfortable it is to read is right. plot driven and important yeah 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 oh most definitely in fact at first i thought this issue was really starting out kind of slow and this is one that and this is what i like about fraction and also what i like about chaken in in some of his other works is you don't generally give these books just a quick read right. because you have to let the things sink in about what's going on on the page yeah. and also what the characters are saying and what's driving the characters to do these things and say these things with in what they're doing. This issue really reads a lot like a, an episode of Mad Men almost, you know, looking at yeah, the corporate and world and backstabbing and everything there. That is clearly an influence. I mean, the 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 time frame, mm-hmm. the the backstabbing, the, you know, the adult content, that is clearly something that they're going with here. But more importantly, well this, and this really is sets up is, all the suspects for the issue though. Yeah, and if you look at on I you know page one when it lists all of your suspects, there are some things that you have to read carefully because Doctor Ginsburg and uh, the Hamilton Stanhope kind of resemble one another, so you have to pay attention to who is who. Howard Chaikin has a very highly stylized art style to where everybody has a feature that identifies them. You know, if you look at oh, Michael, sure, sure, Michael sure. has his big glasses that make him look yeah, a little bit like Yeah, they both have Kevin. the same kind of mustache, the same kind of mm-hmm. widow's peak, the same eyebrows. Yeah, so sure, my first read-through, I actually had to slow down, go back, and make sure I knew who was who. You know, mm-hmm. you can't tell your players without a scorecard. Mm-hmm. This is not a quick read. And it shouldn't be a quick read, because even if you just look at the funeral sequence, the amount of depth and shading and detail and neat stuff to look at. Well, even even further than that, then at the funeral, go to the page where Mike is drinking up against the wall with all mm-hmm. the pictures. And at first yes. it looks like it's shading on the wall, but it looks more like those are pinholes from constantly putting and pinning up the pictures and taking them down. Now, it could still be blood yeah. splatter, but it certainly looks like a lot of pinholes on that wall. Yeah. And... If you if you you know you look at the sequence in the restroom, yeah. the tiles the tiles have just this fascinating pattern, and I don't know if you know it, it doesn't necessarily look like it's zipatoned. Right. I don't even know if zipatone is still a thing in the digital age. Eh, in some places it is, but Howard Chaikin drawing lace. Oh yeah, it's just, is, I mean it, the it is beautiful, beautiful. Look. The art in this is really really good. I mean. 
uh, is Chaken Art, and so people should be familiar with that. But, um, and I'm just looking at, at some of the detail in this with the guided view. I'm looking at this on the digital because, yeah, yeah some of these, uh, the women look familiar a lot in Don't a lot think. of places. Um, but think. this is a black and white book, and so that's something that may turn some people off. It doesn't turn me off. Uh, I know some people yeah. are just like, ooh, black and white comics. Um, but uh, this really, really shines. Yeah, and Chaikin's work is fascinating without color. You should not look at this as, oh, well, this is a comic book without color. Right. This is art designed to be read in monochrome. Right. And every effect, every page, every panel is designed to where the monochrome is not a thing. Um, if you look at – there's a sequence where the head of the Le Mans network is running around in what's clearly a houndstooth check right. printed suit. Right. Chaikin has either drawn or toned in the houndstooth check in every panel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in the background, there are yeah, you know, the, the zip, monitors zip of his of his network, and you yeah. see all of these things. I mean, you see monitors. His desk has a texture. The chairs have a texture. It's fascinating to look at. And I think that in this case, color would detract. Well, you know, because um, the work. That's why I want to go back and look at the at Chaken's shadow, and especially he's yeah. got a new shadow series coming up. If I if I'm not mistaken, when mm. you add color on top of all that, a lot of this stuff kind of disappears. Yeah, it would disappear. So this really works in a time when television is black and white. You're telling yes. a story that's that's set uh, around a network uh, in the black and white period. So why not tell the story in black and white? And it's a it's a detective who done it. Yep. To an extent, even though we haven't been introduced to the detective or the police or anything like that, it's but Mike becomes kind that of a, that yeah. kind of detective. Uh, I don't know if it's necessarily going to be a detective story, but I definitely think that there's going to be a mystery at the heart well, of it. Well, there is that who done it. I mean, who who killed yeah. who? And and for even the reader, maybe we're the detective going through and figuring all these things out. When does Jake Giddies show up? <laughs> that would be that's interesting. That's what this is. Yeah, it would. Sex, death, it live television. <laughs> Sex, death, and live television. Writer Mac Fraction, artist Howard Chaikin. Um, yeah. And. Uh, just a for What's me this is a good book yes this this is a book you need to read because i was reading howard shaken's sequel to black kiss right which right, was right. creatively entitled black kiss 2 and as much as i loved black kiss 2 and was it good black, because i never got it around was to reading the, it it was the silmarillion mm. of black kiss is what it really was and it was beautiful to look at but there were things in there that were horrible Horrible, horrible, you know, penis monsters and vampires and death and sex and all sorts of just, dear Lord, I don't want to get shaken drunk at a party. Right, kind right, of right, stuff right. Going on. This has that, but this also has the mitigating factor of there's a, a fascinating through line in issue one and two of Mikey is forced to stand up and kind of replace his father professionally yeah, yeah. Yeah. and then deal with the loss of his father. It's all about, you know, the manhood and the growing up and also the really horrible, horrible things. And apparently your father has nude photos of June Cleaver. And I was, I'm just seeing if they're in this collection, it looks, well, no, there's a br brunette in there. It seems yeah. like a lot of times we're seeing them cattle. I mean, organized and arranged by these are the blondes. These are the brunettes. Right. Which is entirely, but you know, they're all thing. dressed in the uh, black uh, nighty with the black yeah. stockings and the black gloves. And Carlisle says that he likes the blondes. Oh yeah, yeah. And 
if you actually if you look at the sequences that have the pictures in them, I I suspect that those pictures were drawn full size and then digitally altered and Probably. put in the frames, which is pretty impressive when you think about it. That's a yeah. lot of work to go through. But it's a creator-owned book, and they do it because this is the story that they need to tell. That's the the thing that Shaken needs to do to get across what he's saying. So, right. I, I think know, if I, I if I'm going to have a negative to this, and, and mm-hmm. we probably we need to balance this, or at least I feel like I need to balance this. The mm-hmm. the story again because it's something that is not a quick read. Yeah. It kind of drug for me the first read through, and I was like man, this is so boring. Let's get to something. Let's follow up with the reveal from last time. And mm-hmm. my God, this is just, ugh, ugh. this is nothing like the first issue. And then after I was done, and these are the thoughts going through my head as I was reading it, but it's only after I'm done that I'm sitting there going, oh, wait a minute. I'm saying, let's get to some action, but every single page is right. building that action mm-hmm. without you really realizing it, unless you're really paying attention to that. And um, it's a, I think it's that's a deliberate build. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that was the thing that was a. Uh, I was just expecting. Here's what happened thirty seconds after the last issue, and I didn't get that. And so the, initially, that was a big disappointment to me. Yeah, and it again, if you skim, this issue doesn't really follow. But that's that's kind of the thing. You really have to devote some energy to it, and I do recommend a multiple reading. I would say that you know. Shaken's art style is quirky. It is eccentric. And there are people who are going to be like, I don't want to read that because of Right, right. There are people who are going to do that. And there are people who are going to look at the sexual content and say, I don't want to read that because of person. And those are perfectly legitimate. I mean, both of those are things that I would consider to be limitations of the work. But mm-hmm. it's also a fascinating story being told by a legendary artist and a writer who's definitely building himself some concern. And it's done at a time when image especially is putting out some phenomenally weird stuff and really hitting a lot of home runs. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the, the, the success of the stuff that's coming out of image isn't because image knows how to market what's in house, not Mm -hmm. mentioning any names, Mm -hmm. but because image knows how to, Use the talent and let the talent do what they do best. And I feel like this is a very, very good book. It seems like for a long time we did not see a lot of stuff from Chaikin. And now within it's like the Chaken last out year. The no, seriously. I mean, you had Black Kiss 2 and you've got Shadow. He did then the you've Avengers got... 1959 series for Marvel. And then you've and he got, did a bunch of Civil War stuff. But I mean, but. you've got this and then you've got the uh, the Old West one that's coming up. And then you've got – there's at least two more that I know of. They're just like mm-hmm. boom, 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 right on top of one another. And this feels like a chicken uh, resurgence. Chakeapalooza. There you go. <laughs> I like this. I, I really Century did. West. I, I yes. think this is, and I think we're in, and I know you don't like uh, people say wait for the trade. Mm-hmm. From issue to issue, I think this is really good, but I think this is really going to be a good read in a collected collected. Tone. In this case, I would agree that it will read well in a tome. I still don't think that you should wait for it because... Oh, no, no, no. And a lot of people didn't like it. You wait for the trade on an independent book like this, and there may not be a trade. There was a lot of negative uh, comments that I saw after the first issue that this was just trash and it wasn't. Ah, this is real. This is a good story. And and again, if people like Mad Men, if people like... um, 
if people like those uh, Commander Cody type uh, TV things, <laughs> some of you may be old enough to have been around as a kid in the 1950s and watch those kinds of things. Yeah. Um, this might be up your alley to just kind of uh, look <laughs> on the flip side up of, of those uh, good memories. Yeah. You know, let's tarnish it's, up some of those memories. It's not subtle. It's, no, it's a little not. lewd, but it's it's well done. And you know, it's I don't know. The language isn't just over the top. It's not like they're dropping f bombs every single minute. Uh, no, maybe it's not like, hey, you effing so and so. How about F we effing go and get a drink and down there and pick us up some effing. The effing effers are f. Yeah, yeah. So they they don't do anything like that. But the right. it comes in. But there in is natural. adult language. Yeah, there is. And there, if you've this ever is worked not at a, a television station, you'll hear that adult language. This is definitely not a kid book. No. What's your but final thought, Matthew? I say, yeah. This okay. is this is good stuff. And I think that if you if you are an adult and you don't have a problem with content that is controversial and or lewd. Right. You know, this book works blue. This is like uh I don't know, kind of a nineteen fifties version of Richard Pryor. Yeah, maybe as bizarre as there's there are like five things wrong with that sentence. I'm gonna just <laughs> divorce myself from that sentence. I'm gonna say this is good. And I, I, I would say check it out if you're yeah, definitely. Well, yeah, sure. Uh, let's take a look at You're what's coming 18, out. I don't want you reading this. You don't need to know about these things. <laughs> Matthew will and check your ID at the door. These things, you don't need to know about these things. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, uh, I work in a comic shop. Coming out next oh. week, uh, Dark Horse oh. Comics will have uh, Mike Norton's Battle Pug Hardcover Volume 2, Battle Star Pug. Wars 8, uh, True Lives of the Fabulous Killjoys Number 3, X Number 4. DC Comics has Astro City Number 3. Ooh. I think you're going to be interested in that, Matthew. We haven't done an Astro City. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't read the first two issues of this. Not that I wouldn't, um, but I know that you've reviewed it on the site already. And I don't know. Somebody may have already claimed it. You're gonna have to go in there and look. Uh, no. Django Unchained number six comes out next week. Constantine Django. number six. How's that going? Constantine. Yeah, I haven't yeah. read it since issue two. Oh, really bad. That's not necessarily bad. I just have literally haven't read it. I haven't been buying my books regularly. Suicide Squad number twenty three. A lot of twenty threes out. Suicide next week. Squid. Batman, Demon Knights. Wow, that's still going. Green Lantern Corps, Nightwing, all get 23 issues next week. Superboy, World's Finest number 15. Yep. IDW Publishing has uh, $1 Star Wars, uh, Star Trek number one. Amelia Cole and the Unknown World graphic novel. That's one of the things that Monkey Brain Comics has been doing. Um, We talked about it when I talked with Chris and his wife a couple of months ago where about a month or so ago where they're taking the digital works and then they're working with different publishers to get the books uh, printed. And so Amelia Cole is over at IDW publishing. Some stuff has been over at dark horse, some other places dynamite, I think is where some other stuff has been. Right. Uh, so go check that stuff out. Horse horse half past danger. Number four, the kiss solo trade paperback kiss solo trade paper. Oh my goodness. The Mark Schultz Xenozoic tales artist edition. I think I already oh. have that one. Those are expensive, but they're really, yeah, really I, nice. I kind of can't afford that. Yeah. Uh, Wild Blue Yonder, number one, second printing. X-Files, season 10, number three. Image Comics has Artifacts 25, Easy East of West, number four, and number five. Oh. Frank Cho, Women Drawings and Illustration, trade Ooh. paperback. That's Ghosted, number one and two. Great Pacific, number nine. Oh, there's a new compendium, Invincible Compendium. Uh, number two comes out. Lost Vegas. We read the first issue of that. That comes out. Uh, the fourth one comes out next. Is week. that the last issue? I don't know. If was that a four issue series? 
Yeah. That's that's one thing that the solicitations that uh, previews puts out. They don't say of how many. They should. They should. Mind the Gap number 12 comes out. Peter Pan- Panzerfaust. That's one that we should probably read on uh, in a collected we trade. Should. Peter Pan yeah, set in World War II. Yeah, yeah. Peter Panzerfaust has many sons. <laughs> many sons has Marvel Comics Panzer has Panzer Avengers Panzer. Arena. Avengers okay. Assemble. Deadpool number 14. Doctor Strange and Doctor Doom trade paperback Triumph and Torment. That's a good um, one. Fantastic Four number eleven, Fearless Defenders number eight, Infinity number one. Are you looking Ooh. forward to that one? Infinity number one sold. There's our Is review. That, that's the one with uh, Thanos. Uh, Thanos coming down and taking over the world. And I don't know. All it's, the Avengers are off world. Nothing will ever be the same again. Again. Scarlet Spider number twenty. Spider. Thor, God of Thunder, number 11. Spider. Wolverine, number 8. Scarlet Spider. X-Men Battle of the Bob Atom by Bob Art Adams poster comes out. And then in the miscellaneous, uh, Archer and Armstrong, number 12. Battlestar Galactica, number 3. Uh, Buck Rogers in the 25th Century. That's with a Chaken cover. Nice. Comes out. Chaken cover. Oh, man. Uh-huh. I got a kick out of the first issue of Chronos Commandos, Dawn Patrol number one. Number two comes out next week. There's a sneak peek up on Major Spoilers right now. That looks nice. really cool. It's got uh, Einstein, time travel, dinosaurs, Nazis. It's all awesome. Um, <laughs> who else do we have? Fubar by the Sword number one. I'm sorry, what? That's what it says. Fubar by the Sword number one. That's bizarre. Gold Diggers number 202. Harbinger, number 15. Hero Bear and the Kid Inheritance, number one. That'll be pretty good. That'll be coming out from Boom Studios, I believe. Boom Studios. Uh, last, Zombie, number three. Mm-hmm. Little Prince is getting a new... Uh, oh, no, this is volume 10. I thought... Oh, uh, yeah, I guess they're recollecting those. You remember The Little Prince? The book? Have you ever read I the book? I think so. I think I saw the cartoons. Oh, okay. Red Sonia, number two, comes out. Shadow, Green Hornet, Dark Knights, number two, comes out. Green Hornet. Six-Gun Gorilla, number three. I missed issue number two. I wonder if it comes in between those two. Maybe, but I missed them. And then down in the uh, merchandise area, Berserk, the Golden Age, blue Blu-ray. DC Comics, Wonder Woman, Artifact Statue for the new 52. Doctor Who, uh, Council of War audio CD. Ooh. Howl's Moving Castle, uh, Year uh, Calendar, and a lot, lot more. And a whole lot more. Yep, all out next week. So it looks like we're doing Infinity. Infinity, yes. Infinity. Infinity. Oh, it looks like I've been assigned Lady Rawhide that I need to get to. You have. Anyway, um, (laughs) next week, Infinity number one. We're going to go into it in depth. Why? Because it's always interesting to get multiple points of view, and we do that right here. We do. Two guys, one comic, infinite possibilities, and we will see you next time. The Blavicus.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 